0: All right, what's happening as far as the rails are concerned. No better person to have a conversation with the chairman of the MTA. Let it gentlemen. His name is John O'Leary. But nice enough And a busy morning for him uh, to give us a couple here. John, welcome uh, to the Airwaves. Good to be uh, with ALI you. News in a very big week, my friend. How are you?
1: Yeah, I'm great, and I'm getting excited about baseball season, listening to you and Terrell. <laughs> you you got to mix it up a little bit on the
0: show. We talk about everything here. Amen. But, Amen. But I tell you. We've been talking a lot about the railroad, and uh, yeah, and I got to tell you, you know, first of all, let's get into East Side the access. Everything gets underway on Monday, Jono? Yeah,
1: we're we're actually taking full advantage of East Side access now. The Grand Central Madison, this new terminal and 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 route to go to Grand Central rather than Penn, we're getting full advantage of it starting on Monday. We're getting a full new schedule with forty percent more Long Island Railroad service. Not as transformational. We've been waiting for this for a long time.
0: A lot of people have, no question. It's going to cut down and everything else. But, uh, you know, and finally, a, a years. I know there a lot of delays, some cost overruns. Uh, you know, there, there's yeah. been a lot in play here, but. You know, a lot of people are looking at this uh, at this point in time, Uh you know.
1: Yeah, uh, and hopefully you, you, the, the, you're right, Jay. You're right, Jay. This is like I came in and, you know, in, in yeah. 2018, I came in a few years ago and we ripped the project apart because it was struggling and said, we got to get this done. Long Island isn't waiting long enough. And now, because we have this new route in and out of Manhattan, not only does it save people know 20 30 40 minutes a day in their commutes but we can run a ton more service so you're going to get like 70 percent more trains running through jamaica it's going to feel like you know on the platform of jamaica it's going to feel like the lexington avenue subway at rush hour just a lot more options for you know for people all over long island and jay for the first time long island businesses are going to be able to recruit people who live in the city to come out and work for long island businesses that's also great for the long island economy
0: it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Now, listen, i got to be honest. I've been, a little, I've been a little critical of the MTA, John. I've got to be honest, you know, especially with the comments. Yeah. Long Island should pay a little more and whatnot here. I mean, that rankled many. rankled me. You know, I know people have been struggling from an economic standpoint. We're in a point of inflation here uh, and everything else. Is that a comment? If you had it today, would you take it back or would you keep it?
1: Well, here's, here's the bottom line is that we, you know, because of – the way COVID has impacted ridership, we're down about a third of our riders. That's blown a $2 billion hole in the MTA budget. We don't want to cut service. To the contrary, we want to deliver this increased service to Long Island, which, by the way, is costing $300 million a year more. I get it. So we got to figure out how to fill the budget gap. And Governor Hochul has come up with a really balanced plan, saying the MTA has got to tighten its belt, as well as some of the businesses who are letting people come in two you know one two three days a week they gotta they gotta contribute a little more but it's only the largest five percent of businesses this is not hitting small businesses not hitting regular mom and pops it's only the big companies who are letting people come in you know two days a week but who want five day a week mass transit that's why we need the help
0: well, we were kind of incensed only because okay so you made a comment like that and then we got a five and a half percent uh hike, as far as commuters are concerned, possibility maybe within the year. I think that might yeah. have ruffled a few feathers.
1: Hey, listen, nobody. Hey, nobody likes a fare hike. That you know, that's not uh, on the agenda for anybody who runs the MTA. But the, the what we had for about ten years was very small incremental increases, like two percent a year, just to keep up. And we got rid of those during COVID because obviously it was a crisis. Now we're just kind of restoring those by catching up with one-time 5% increase, and then you go back to 2% a year. I think that this is, all things being equal, New Yorkers know we have to pay for having first-class mass transit. Jay, this is how people get around in New York. We're not, we're not driving in, in the city. 90% of people who come to the city take mass transit. We have to make sure it's there. I love it being affordable. You know that the fares only cover about 25% of the cost. So we need to figure out how to make sure that we can pay for everybody to be able to come to New York affordably.
0: Word affordable, you just used it. A couple of minutes with Jono here, MDA chair. I'm going to throw a few things at you. Scheduling changes, I know, are coming in play here. I get a lot of complaints here at the station regarding changing in Jamaica. Uh, Those continue to use Penn Station, the Atlantic Terminal, uh, UBS Arena, games, concert. What can you tell me?
1: All right. First of all, UBS, we got you know the first Long Island road station in like 40 years. We built it for Elmont, for the UBS arena on time and on budget. And it's going to have full service for all game days starting, uh, as I said, next week. The full schedule definitely has a ton more service, but everybody's going to have to, you know, I, I'm respectful of the folks who go to Penn who say I don't have the exact same train I always did. But just bear in mind, we're losing only about 10 percent of service to Penn but we're gaining 300 trains to Grand Central, and we're adding 30% more service to Atlantic Terminal. So there's a lot more service, a lot more trains. We want everybody to get comfortable in the new schedule. I think it's going to work out. People are going to adjust, and you have more options and more service and waste less time. Net-net, it's a great thing.
0: John, can you tell me anything about the Yapang Station maybe going near the laboratory, Brookhaven National, we're talking there?
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, Brookhaven is a great Long Island institution and and will benefit from being able to to draw people from the city because we never had reverse commute before. So that the new schedule is huge for Brookhaven. I know they're excited about it. There's been debate between the county and the locality about where to put this station. It is one of the projects that's being looked at for one of the capital programs in the future, and it's definitely on the table for consideration.
0: Chance regarding the rail yard of the Lawrence Aviation property in Port Jeff Station, and I say that that could eliminate that whole Route 112 deal. Uh, any, any, you know, I'm talking about electrification here and everything else. What about that? How
1: last? But the big picture is Jay. Like all these projects that you and I are talking about are considered like through, you know, a, a neutral fact driven. Uh, evaluation of which cap, you know, which new projects that we should add to our capital programs to improve or enhance service. So they all have to be looked at based on cost and potential ridership increases and time savings and so on. So that process is ongoing. The idea, you know, the Lawrence Aviation site is an idea for a potential yard area that would support, uh, an additional, uh, additional time saving on the Port Jeff line. All good ideas. The question is, When all the projects are looked at together, which ones rise above, that's a process that, you know, has to go through uh, a lot of eyes before we we come to a conclusion.
0: Question, upgrades poor Jeff, no question there. Montauk as well, electrifying the systems, diesel uh, areas, I think, is key there. Uh, But, again, it comes down to dollars and cents. Uh, But, in essence... Uh, everything kind of getting underway the way Monday with East Side Access. We look forward to that, and hopefully we'll have a couple of turns with you as far as coming up. Yeah, I mean, on. listen, Jay,
1: I, I, love be, I love being able to talk to Long Islanders and, and to talk to you. I mean, the bottom line is, we're you know, th- there are definitely bumps and adjustments we're all going to have to make, but the bottom line is nobody's seen anything like this scale of expansion of Long Island Railroad services in, you know, the, the road has been around since the 1830s, so we're talking about huge expansion of service a lot of benefit, some adjustment, and Governor Hochul has prioritized Long Island. you got to see, you know, making $20 billion investments like we have is starting to pay off. So we're uh, we're, we're on the job and excited to work with everybody on Long Island.
0: John O'Leary, ladies and gentlemen, the chairman of the MTA. And a big couple of days coming up. John, we'll keep an eye on things. We look forward to the next time. You bet, Jay. There you go, chairman of the MTA. Uh, listen, it always comes down to dollars and cents, and it's always going to be expensive. And That's the bottom line. Uh, somehow, some way, it comes down to watching the, the pennies, you know, watching the pennies and everything else. Uh, we know the deal from the old days of Andrew Cuomo and the bailouts and everything else. We've got to keep an eye on that.